The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast. Hop on the emotional roller coaster of these few episodes because last week was much more of a serious tone. Thank you again to Haley for coming on. That is, I mean, it's one of my favorite topics to talk about, obviously. And she's just, she's so smart. She's so easy to listen to and learn from. And anyway, I just love, I loved that episode, but we're going to switch gears a little bit this week because we're getting back into listener submitted stories. And I'm excited about this one. (laughs) because I have a lot to hate and I have a lot to say about each thing. Today, we're talking about the worst wedding trends. And it's a topic that we've done, but not for a few years. Like it was a topic that I did at the very beginning. And I don't think we revisited it for like a while. And then I don't know. It's I, you guys probably remember better than I do when we did some wedding trends. I feel like we did an episode like two years ago where I did like multiple topics in an episode. Like I did some of our faves in a little trail mix episode of everything we liked. And I think we did some wedding trends then, but we haven't done it since then. And man, do I have a lot of new feelings about weddings? I don't know if I actually necessarily have new feelings. I've always really disliked weddings and most traditions within them. But yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute. There's a couple things that I need to tell you guys about. You guys, I got the worst and weirdest massage of my entire life. And like the only thing fueling me through, like I was almost in tears at the beginning. And then like at the end, I was finally like, okay, this is going to make a really good story. I had accepted my fate. Let me just start it off by saying no lotion or oil was used during the massage. None. I requested it twice. I asked about it because here's the thing. We talk about like people pleasing. And like I've said before, like I'm a people pleaser. I know. But like, I try not to take it to extremes. Like I try to be an adult when I can. Like if I get the wrong food in my order, like I'm going to tell them I'm going to like be a normal person. I'm not going to like make everybody at the table feel weird because I got the wrong order and I don't want to tell the waiter. Like I just, I try to be a little bit more mature than that. And so I was thinking like during the massage, I'm like, I need to let her know that like, I would like some lotion. Because you guys, the friction between my skin and her hands slash forearm slash elbows, it was one of the crustiest elbows I've ever felt in my whole life. Just dragging. You know, when they do like the forearm thing, like up your back, just imagine a crusty elbow in there, no oil or lotion. And then when I asked, she said, oh yeah, we use that when we need it. I was like, okay, okay, great. And then I asked again and she said the same thing. I was like, okay, awesome. Here's the other thing. I shouldn't even complain because getting a massage is a wonderful experience, but you know what? I'm going to complain. An hour and 10 minutes on my back. Okay. It was an hour and a half massage. She spent an hour and 10 minutes on just my back. I was so overstimulated and overtouched. Like on my, like it was, I, I don't have the words. Like, listen, I'm at the end of my pregnancy as, as I say this. So of course, 
like everything is like, I, I almost need to delete everything and like go into hibernation for a while because my personality sucks right now. Okay. I will just admit it. So I understand that I'm more annoyed at things than I usually would be. But anyway, an hour and 10 minutes on my back, I was like, okay, weird. She just kind of zipped right through the rest of my limbs. I asked for like some hand massage because I think my fingers are getting swollen. Like now that we're at the end of pregnancy, like, and so my fingers hurt and she just scratched with her two thumbnails, scratched the middle of my palm for about 25 seconds. And that was it. And I was like, okay, okay, that's good too. She tickled me, (laughs) which feels like I'm joking, but I'm really ticklish in my armpits. She was doing like kind of a pinch motion. And again, no oil or lotion. Have I mentioned that yet? So there was no like slip to it. It was just a pinch. And I would flinch and I would go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so ticklish. Like, you know, thinking if I say that once that I won't need to say it again, I probably had to say it about 25 times. I was like, oh, sorry. I'm still, you know, weirdly enough, I'm still ticklish. I was ticklish like, you know, 30 seconds ago when you pinched me right there. Anyway, it was just, it was bizarre from start to finish. And again, so grateful, peace and love to all my massage therapists out there. And I'm so grateful that I went and got them. They like changed. I, I've been getting them my entire pregnancy and they really did like change my pregnancy. I believe, I believe they got me through this last one though. It was a weird ride. And I just, I didn't know what to make of it. I didn't want to like, I don't know. I've gone back and forth. Like, do I call? Do I let them know? Is it like worth like, I, I don't know. I try to put myself cause I've worked at like a spa before. So I'm like trying to put myself in the position of the person reading the review or whatever. And so anyway, I don't know, but I just, I had to share again. She was lovely. She was nothing but a wonderful person. Just maybe the style of massage was not for me is kind of what I'm reducing it to. But again, I am the biggest see you next Tuesday that I've ever been in my entire life. And with that comes a a few things that have caused me rage in the last few days that I I do want to touch on. One of them being that I think that emoji reactions to DMs should be legal, should be done away with, should be a federal crime. Why it is the most annoying. I don't even care if you like don't have a following. If you have 200 followers, if you have 15 followers, like, I just don't care. I don't want to receive only an emoji in a text. I don't want to receive only an emoji in a DM. Like, when I'm like, you know, feeling myself and I get on my Instagram and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have all these DMs. People like really want to talk to me. And it's 35 emojis from people just reacting. Oh my gosh. If you do that, please reevaluate. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need you to send me an emoji. Okay. Again, I'm sorry. I'm in a really bad mood. Every time I do that, it's like ASMR to myself because I wear headphones and like I can hear myself very loudly. And so when I whisper, like it kind of makes me feel weird. Okay, the next thing I want to rage about is Skylar White. You guys know that I have discussed Skylar White before. Me and Lucy did a controversial girl boss draft last year. And was that last year? Holy cow. That was so long ago. That's insane. Anyway, And I put Skylar White on there, obviously. And I stumbled upon this graphic a few, this is like a few weeks ago now, a few months ago, where people listed the most hated characters in TV history. My jaw was buried in the floor that Skylar White made it to. She was like number five. She was more hated than Cersei. 
she was like barely under Ramsey Bolton. And I had a couple like, well, that's not true. I had two people in my DMs that agreed that that was where she should be. The majority of you guys listening to me, like you guys know how I feel about this topic, but like, I just really want to like hammer this home so that when people argue with you about this, you can direct them to me. Because first of all, the main reason, and nobody will admit it, but the main reason people hate Skylar is because she's a woman. Okay. Maybe you don't realize it. Maybe you don't see it, but every single reason, like they'll list their reasons and it's like, okay, but if men did that and you know, the men in the show do do that and they do worse things and you don't hate them. Like how is Walter White not on there? How is Gus Fring not on there? How are these other characters from Breaking Bad not on there? So anyway, I just want to reiterate that, you know, somebody slid into my DMs and they said, well, Skylar was (laughs) smoking a cigarette while pregnant. And trigger warning, spoiler warning, whatever it might be, this is a graphic scene. But like, did you watch Breaking Bad? Because like multiple people kill and poison children. And like, they're not even, they didn't even get put on the list. Like not, not even close to it. Like somebody was like, well, she does not care about her kids. She only cares about herself because she smoked a cigarette. I'm like, okay, so Walter White's whole thing is that he's doing this whole thing for his family while putting them at risk of axe murderers at every moment of the day. And not to mention people sneaking into his house, threatening to hurt his daughter, kill his daughter. Like, and that doesn't ring any alarm bells. Oh, it's because Skylar's a woman. Got it. Okay. People are like, she cheated on Walter. She cheated on him. Okay. Not a good enough reason. Not a good enough reason to hate a character that much. Ramsey Bolton. Sure. Joffrey. Sure. Cersei. All these other ones. Honestly, I will even give you guys Rachel Berry from Glee, who was also on the list, but I will not stand for the Skylar slander ever again. Okay. So if people ask, you can send them here. This episode of the Bad Broadcast is brought to you by Clean Simple Eats. You guys have heard me go on and on about clean, simple eats because what I'm saying is the truth. It really is the best protein powder out there. If you have resisted protein powder because it's kind of chalky and disgusting, I don't blame you, but I am going to blame you for not trying clean, simple eats because it really is super creamy. It tastes like dessert. It's delicious. If you guys are into like the protein desserts right now, they have flavors for anything that you could possibly make. People are making ice cream, puddings, cakes, milkshakes, anything that you can dream of. They've got a flavor for it and it tastes exactly like it. I go for the classics. I do love the chocolate and vanilla, mainly because they're so versatile and I can use them for basically anything. But I mean, I keep it classic and I use it for my morning protein shake. They have 26 delicious all natural flavors and you really can't go wrong with any of them. They have really unique flavors too, like German chocolate cake, s'mores, and even cinnamon roll. One of the things I love about Clean Simple Eats is their high ingredient standards. Their protein powder is always grass-fed with no artificial ingredients. It is third-party tested, non-GMO, and gluten-free. So visit cleansimpleeats.com and use the code BAD10 at checkout for 10% off of your order. Once again, that is cleansimpleeats.com, code BAD10 for 10% off of your order. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. So the new year is upon us and everybody really likes to focus on things that we can change about ourselves. 
you know, I personally would like to focus on my strengths, okay? I would like to not focus on changing every part of myself. And I would like to focus on enhancing the really good parts about myself. That's kind of my goal for this year. We always get obsessed with change at the beginning of the year, but maybe you are doing a lot of things right. Maybe you're super organized. Maybe you are eating better than you have. Maybe you're exercising more, sleeping better, getting your work done, whatever it is. Therapy can help you find your strengths, stick with them and enhance them so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I've always been in therapy. Therapy has helped me through basically every single life change. I'm now entering my postpartum era and you bet my therapist is going to be on speed dial for all of these things, mainly just to remind me the stuff that I'm really good at. You know, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That's a really hard thing about therapy that people talk to me about. They're like, well, what if I hate my therapist? BetterHelp makes it so easy. You just do a little switcheroo and get matched with somebody that you click with. So celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash bad today to get 10% off of your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash bad today to get 10% off of your first month. All right, now that I've raged about things that are not weddings, that felt good. Now let's get into raging about weddings. Let's give a little preamble here because this is not going to be an encouraging, happy episode about weddings. And if you're in the middle of planning your wedding or you just had a wedding and you did some of these things, I'm happy for you. If you loved your wedding, you should do exactly... Here's the bottom line with weddings. You should do exactly what you want to do. No questions asked. If, if it is something that brings you genuine joy, then nobody should be able to stop you. Least of all me, who am I? Who am I to make decisions about your wedding? Why would anybody trust my opinions about weddings? I don't know. I just happen to have a microphone and a podcast where I can tell you guys the things I hate about weddings. I just find so much of weddings very, very, very antiquated like very unnecessary. So many of the things we do at weddings is just because that's how it's always been done, which is one of my pet peeves. You guys know that. Like, why don't we stop for a minute and be like, is this even fun for anyone? And again, don't get me wrong. I've been to many, many weddings where I've had a great time. I really have. And I've enjoyed it. And I love celebrating the bride and groom. And it's wonderful. However, I just think that the majority of wedding traditions are super stupid. And so do you guys, because I got nearly, you guys ask sometimes like how many, how many submissions I get for an episode. It totally depends. I mean, the range is wide. I have thousands of Dum Dum Club submissions just sitting somewhere in a, or sitting in the folder. I don't, I don't know why I said somewhere. I know exactly where they are, but yeah, thousands of those. This one, I got over 900. <laughs> Over 900 submissions of you guys also complaining about certain things in weddings. And so it just, it feels right. Feels right to discuss. It feels like we're all on the same page. Again, please don't let me deter you. If you love something about your wedding, if you want to throw that Venmo on the wedding invitation, then you do it. You get that bag, girl. Okay. 
Let's get into the submissions for worst wedding trends. First up is a is a trend that I've seen. This one's like recent. I feel like this one started like in the last year and it's the submission. I'll just read it. It says, please stop cutting your hair and your dress the day of the wedding. A major hair chop is not a spur of the moment choice. Please just enjoy your day and don't make rash decisions on such a stressful day, especially trendy ones. Cutting your hair. Honestly, sometimes I do feel like it needs to be a spur of the moment choice. I don't know. You're asking somebody who is deeply impulsive and trying to work on it. And also somebody who did cut their wedding dress in half, like the day before the wedding, trying to fix it, not to be trendy, just because I thought that I could like, I don't know. I thought I was a seamstress for a moment. I am not the one to come to when you want to do something impulsive. I will be the one (laughs) to encourage you to do it. Okay. It is not a good quality that I have. I'm just thinking to all the times I've like cut my own hair, dyed my own hair, cut my own clothes, sewed my own clothes, like put together things like this is such a random story that is coming to mind, but like big projects like in high school or college, like I would literally, I mean, I don't want to say it's all bad because I'm really like shooting for the stars. But like, I remember there was this one project for my like ancient world history class where I was like, I'm going to sew. It's always with sewing. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why I've gotten so confident with sewing, but I was like, I'm going to like make, like get a bunch of Barbies and then I'm going to sew outfits that are all from like this time period that were like, what did I think I was capable of? I literally, I went to Joanne Fabric, not Joanne's by the way. It's not possessive. It's, it's the same. It's Joanne. There's just one of them. And bought a bunch of fabric and like hot glued. I failed it, first of all. And also, I don't know, like, I just don't know why my brain doesn't tell me, hey, you're not good at that. Don't try to do it. Like, for example, cutting my wedding dress. You know, there were signs, there were signs long ago that I was not in the right headspace to get married. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I am on board with not doing the impulsive thing, like logistically. But again, if you come to me on the day of your wedding and you say, I'm going to chop my hair, I'm going to say, you should go for it. <laughs> but I agree. Weird trend. We can probably do without it. Okay. One of the most common ones was the line to meet the bride and the groom. This is one of those ones that is just super outdated along with like who you invite to the wedding. I don't want to say every single person that I know, but so many people that I know are like, my whole wedding was just old people. It was just old. like a lot of you hate the elderly. <laughs> I'm learning through these submissions. Like, why are we so worried about inviting these old people? They're not going to remember. They're not going to remember. I hate to point it out. but They may not even be around that. long. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that. But yeah, the line, the receiving line, everybody hates it. I remember at my wedding, I like walked around and said hi to everybody. Even that wasn't that fun because it's basically just three hours of small talk. And like, I know that the intentions are great. Like people are there to congratulate you and catch up. And, but like, I felt like for a big chunk of people, they're like me, like, you know, on either side, the bride side is meeting the groom, the groom side is meeting the bride. Like, and you're just like, you know, Oh, where are you from? You know, whatever. Like that is torture. Like that is actually torture. That is like that that is like the worst way to spend your night, period, like mixing and mingling. And then to slap it on what's supposed to be the best day of your life. Like I just, I, I don't know. I'm so on board with small, small, small weddings. Like when when I get married, I 
will probably just go sign a paper, honestly, and then maybe have a dinner after with like my family and like my three friends. Like that, I don't know, that feels right. Like, I don't want anybody to have to be meeting and like, I just want everybody to come like, honestly, and even the dinner thing, I like think about it. And I'm like, is that even fun? Like, I think most people would have fun. The majority of wedding stuff, like you just have to be so rich to make it enjoyable for everybody at the wedding. And here's what I mean by that. Like to make like a bachelorette party or being a bridesmaid fun for somebody else, like you usually have to pay a lot of money because I mean, and we'll talk about this with like the bridesmaids traditions and stuff, but like a lot of bridesmaids end up having to spend money and then they don't have fun. And it's like, if you have the money to like treat everybody you love to like a big party or big dinner or whatever, like then it's fun. But like this is coming from experience. Like I really did do my best to do my wedding on a budget. And I realized that it was like, I had to have everybody help me. I had to have everybody show up early, whatever. And I'm like, it was just not fun for people. So I don't know if that's a hot take, but I don't know. I think in order to have a fun wedding, you have to be super rich (laughs) or have a super small wedding that doesn't inconvenience everybody. Because what I'm learning as we're talking about wedding trends and as I read through all of these, so much of being in a wedding or going to a wedding is just really inconvenient, such as this next one. I hate weddings that are all freaking day. Ceremony in the morning, weird lunch at noon, and then a reception that doesn't start till six. What am I supposed to do with a four-hour gap? Make it a six-hour affair, start to finish, and I'll be glad. See, again, I agree. Like there, I mean, people really drag out weddings. And like I said at the beginning, I don't have a lot of positive things to say about most weddings, despite, you know, going to a few that I really did enjoy. But like, I mean, we spread them out. You have to do a bachelorette party. You have to do a bridal shower. Then you have to do the wedding. Then there's the, you know, luncheon or reception or the rehearsal dinner or whatever. Like it's just, it's a lot. And unfortunately, nobody cares about it as much as you which I think is, you know, maybe, maybe helpful, maybe not. Like if you want to do it, you should do it, of course. But you should also know that not everybody doing it cares about it as much as you do. So like asking people to dedicate multiple weekends to your wedding is probably not that fun for everyone. Again, unless you have a ton of money and you're like taking your bridal party to Aruba or something. Okay. This one was by far the most submitted, the garter toss. I just had to pick one of the submissions because there were so many, but here's this one. The garter toss is disgusting. Why are people still doing this? I also may be pissed mainly because my boyfriend got the garter at a wedding and it sat on his shelf in our bedroom for months. Probably should have broken up with him for it, but whatever. I do think he threw it away or maybe I did. Who knows? First of all, weird behavior of your boyfriend to like keep it. I think that's very bizarre. But yeah, the garter toss, I mean, nobody, I I don't even, I don't even know why we still do it. Again, so old fashioned. If you think that I'm going to sit in a chair and lift up my skirt and have my new husband crawl up my skirt and bite a little lacy number off of my, no, not a chance. Like the shape, like even acknowledging that I have a physical relationship with somebody else, like in front of my family is like getting pregnant getting pregnant and everybody in the room is aware of how it happened. Like, I mean, I'm working through a lot of shame, you know, we're, we're unraveling this. Like that is enough. And that is something positive. Having a baby, something to celebrate. Just this weird, this weird, again, really old fashioned tradition of the garter. Why even wear a garter? Why even wear one? Okay. This next one, 
I cringe at every planned first look wedding video I see. They cannot be genuine at all. The poor guy has to be under so much pressure to give a good reaction for the bride's sake. And I just don't get it. Please make it stop. This is like, this this is the age old question about like private moments, right? Because like, I get, I, I get it to some degree. Okay. I get wanting to have that moment on camera. Like part of me thinks, why do we need to have it professionally filmed and photographed? Like, like why, why are we doing that? I think it's obviously probably the rise of social media. Like people want to be able to post it or whatever, which makes me just feel weird that it's not like we, like we just don't do these things for the sake of having the memory anymore. Because if it was about the memory, you would just set up a tripod with your phone and like show your husband your dress. Like if it was really about the memory. So I don't know. Cause like, okay, I thought about this with like birth, right? I would love to have like photos and videos of that. And like, honestly, I haven't even, I haven't even ruled it out, but catch me never showing anyone those ever, ever. Like that would not be for anyone but me. And then like, then you get into the whole thing of like, you literally have to think about the logistics of the first look. Like it's just you and your husband and like the photographer or the videographer. It's like this really like, I don't know, again, like setting it all up and getting, it just, it doesn't make sense. I don't really know why, why we have to have it professionally filmed. And like all the videographers out there are mad at me for this because it's like half of their job is filming first looks, but I do find them very awkward. And like the intent behind them is weird because you're right. Like the guy does have to put on a show for it. And how about when people post on TikTok, like their husband's horrible reactions to things like you couldn't pay me like gun to my head. If I told my boyfriend, the gender of our baby, and he had a bad reaction, you couldn't get me to post it. Why do people do that? Like when people, especially when it's a girl, like, like my boyfriend was very excited when it was a girl and I'm just, I'm, I'm just backing, I'm just backing him up. Okay. Cause I did not experience this, but I've seen many a TikTok where they do the gender reveal and it's a girl and the guy is mad about it or they do it and it's a boy. And the guy is like way too over the top excited, like hugging his boys. Like there was a guy who did it on like, wasn't he on a baseball team or something? And he, they did the gender reveal like on the baseball field. And then he like celebrated with the boys and he like, didn't even hug his girl. Like stuff like that makes me so mad. And you would never catch like, I'm sorry. Maybe that's, maybe that's like fake of maybe people are like, this is our real life and this is our real reaction. And we're going to post it for the world. Don't just don't. Okay. Next one. I hate that everybody thinks they have to have the best, most original wedding to ever exist. Like, sure. If you have a creative idea, especially if it's special to you, go for it, but don't stress about it being too basic or too common. If that's what you want. I think there's a lot of pressure to make it the most unique experience for their guests because people just want others to always remember your wedding and think it was the best. The fact is no one is going to remember your wedding as much as you are. Just have a party with people that you love. Very on board for this. When people get a little bit too creative, like I I do think that there's kind of a flow to weddings that like makes sense for people. And I remember when I was planning my wedding, I really wanted to go overboard on like, like doing something unique. And like, I tried to make it more convenient for people because again, like, I think that a lot of wedding stuff is inconvenient, but then I realized that like, it's just like, I was trying too hard to be unique, like, and it just ended up being annoying for people. Like when people are like, we want all of our guests. I didn't do anything like this. Don't worry. But like, 
super unique ideas. Like we want all of our guests to do this and write down these things. Like again, nobody cares as much as you do. Next. Oh my gosh. I cannot handle when people put their Venmo slash where they're registered on the invite. If someone wants to give you money or gift, they will reach out to you. I know I'm a hater, but it's so tacky in the same vein. The send me your address. Instagram links make me never want to attend a wedding ever again. If you want me there, ask for my address. Okay. I'm with you except on the registry thing. Like that is quite literally the point of a registry. Again, I'm a hater. I'm a hater of weddings to my core. But to say that people shouldn't put their registry on and they they should text you for your registry is a little insane. It's a little insane. I have insane opinions too. Don't feel bad. But I do agree on the other two, on the Venmo thing and on the address Instagram. I feel that way. Like we, we just had the holidays. Like I feel that way about Christmas cards. Like I feel weird being like, yes, please, please send me a picture of your family. Like I need it. Like, and just to have it open to the public, like how many people are you sending it? Like, I don't know. It feels, feels weird. If you don't have my number, I don't want you to have my address, you know? And yeah, Venmo. I mean, I'm, I'm again, I'm all for it. Get that bag. People usually just want cash for their weddings anyway. We should really just start giving people money. I mean, I think that it should be the new standard. I'm sure that's cultural somewhere. Like they don't even do gifts. They just give you cash. And then people who try to go off the registry. What are you, what are you trying to do? I remember I got a picnic basket for my wedding. I was like, what? Like, I get it. You're trying to be like so unique and memorable, but like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? It was like a $200 picnic basket. Like I would so much rather just have $200 and I love a thoughtful gift, of course, but like, I'll take the cash. I'll take the gift card. Like there is no, I do not hate that gift. I think I might be, I don't know if I'm in the minority or the majority there, but I think a lot of people would rather have a present or whatever. Like, no, I'll take the cash a hundred percent of the time. If you're not totally sure that I'm going to like it or you think it's a risk, I'll take the money. No worries. (laughs) Okay. This is the one that kind of started this whole thing because I was talking to Jackie about this on our episode of the bitch Bible, which you can still listen to which the my episode was Jackie ruffled a few feathers. I try to give you guys warnings beforehand, but I don't know. People don't listen to me when I say listen with caution. Anyway, so Jackie was asking me about stuff I hate and I had said weddings, particularly the choreographed dances by the bridal party. And you know what? Also by the, is it groomsmen? The grooms party, whatever it is. There has, I don't want to see any sort of choreographed moves at a wedding. I hate when like father daughter dances pause and then they become, then they do like a, like a little John get low number together. Like I cannot stand it. I, I don't know one person who has ever enjoyed this except maybe the bride. And that's a big, maybe the groom hates it. And they always like sit him in a chair and I said this before, but it's always to like pony by genuine and like she's trying to be overly sexy. And then she's got her, her bridesmaids in the back who, you know, have never danced a day in their life. And it's just, it's so painful to watch. I have had so many experiences with choreographed dances. I'm from Utah. Okay. I've been to a wedding every weekend since I was 11. I've been to so many weddings. I've seen a lot. And I didn't know that Mormon weddings were weird until like just a couple years ago. I shouldn't even say weird, actually. Just unique. Unique. 
I didn't know that they had their own specific things until I got older and started going to friends' weddings that were not LDS. I didn't really understand weddings till I was like working as a, like a, like in catering, like at a, I was working as a server for like specifically for big events. And I was like, oh, this makes sense. Like why people make a big deal out of weddings or whatever, because the weddings that I grew up going to were like not only super casual, but also like, I don't know. They're really, they're, they're really kind of hard to explain, but like, I mean, a lot of people go in jeans and just like stop by and say hi and leave. Like people very rare, like I never took a present to a wedding ever. I didn't know that that was like something that I should do. Like there's just, there's, it's very casual. I would, I would say in comparison to like traditional, you know, weddings and yeah, seen a lot of weird choreographed dances, a lot of weird exits, like a matching crisp air force one exit. I don't know. It's just, it's not for me, but the the choreographed dances are are actually like hateful to put your guests through that. If you think that yours is the exception, I promise you it's not. I promise. I promise you are in the same boat as all of these other people. It is not fun or interesting. Like, and people will say, well, what if the bride is a professional dancer? Or what if the entire Dallas Cowboys cheer squad shows up? I don't care. Nobody came to your wedding to watch a dance number. Save it for the halftime shows, like save it for the recitals. Like nobody is comfortable at your wedding watching a choreographed group routine. Okay. We kind of touched on this already, but inviting everyone your parents have ever met in their entire life to spare hurt feelings. I don't want your old neighbor who saw me when I was six months old at my wedding. And I don't care if they're offended by it. You should not care if they're offended by it. Everybody at your wedding. Like I, I did this with my bridal shower. Like if we hadn't talked in the previous six months, you didn't get invited. Also, I didn't invite people who didn't congratulate me on my pregnancy. (laughs) Oh, which was probably really petty. I, you know, it's funny. I talked to my friends about like pregnancy emotions and I know I'm going to look back on things I did while I was pregnant and be like, that was so unnecessarily like dramatic. But you know, all I had was the moment. All I had was I just, I was acting on how I felt and you know, once I'm out of the pregnancy fog, maybe I will look back and regret it. But I don't regret not inviting people I didn't know or didn't talk to or didn't have a relationship with. And the a wedding is a way bigger deal. You should absolutely not invite people you don't have a relationship with. Okay, next one. Destination weddings in general. Unpopular opinion, but I think it's so rude to require family to fly out, pay for a resort, plus buy a gift. Like most people cannot always afford that or maybe they can't take work off, but still want to be there. Sorry. Yeah, this is exactly what I'm saying about how when you have a ton of money, you can make it fun for people. But if you have extravagant dreams for your wedding and you have to have everybody else pitch in for it, like it's not that fun for people. It's really not. Okay, this next one. As someone who has lost many close family members, I think the remembrance table has to be so tastefully done or skipped altogether. I've seen so many tacky and forced ones. People should know their loved ones are there in spirit. I don't know if I've ever seen me. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I know I've seen it, but I don't know if it's like common enough that I'd be like, oh, that's a wedding tradition. Because to be honest, I think it's extremely weird. I also, I've seen before, like people have everybody's wedding dress, like their moms, their grandmas, their great grandmas, and they, they like hang them up. It literally looks like an installation in the haunted mansion. Like it looks like, cause, cause first of all, every old wedding dress looks haunted and then they're just like hanging there and floating. It is so scary. So yeah, I'm on, I'm on board with, uh, skipping it. I don't want that. I don't want a shrine. 
speaking of shrines, and this is in the submissions, but let's just get into it now. I think that the more pictures you have of the groom and bride, I think the worse your wedding is. This is a weird thing that I see that I don't think is popular everywhere that when I've told people about it, they're like, why would you do that? I know so many people who do a bridal photo shoot before the wedding day with the groom. And this is coming from somebody who did this. And I still think it's very weird because then you do the first look like two weeks before the wedding, which is way weird. And then like most people will print out those photos and have them hung up all around the the wedding venue, which again, feels shiny and weird to me. Like, and then you add in all of the baby pictures that you put up or like, I don't know. Like, why is this becoming some weird seance to the bride and groom? Like, it just should be a party. Okay. We all know who they are. We all know what they look like. Nobody cares to see them in their wedding attire in 30 different poses in a field of wildflowers. And I promise you, nobody cares about their baby pictures. Okay. Maybe I've said this before, but I'll say it again if I need to. Baby pictures are like dreams. If I'm not in it, I don't want to hear about it. Okay. Like I care about one person's baby pictures and their mind. I will likely care about the baby pictures of the babies I birth. But other than that, I don't care. I don't care about your baby pictures. I don't want to see them. Okay. Signs that have an apostrophe with the couple's last name is grammatically incorrect. For example, the Johnsons is correct. The Johnson apostrophe S is possessive, meaning the Johnsons blank, like the Johnsons house. It bothers me so much. Yeah. I just thought I would put this out there because I know that many people don't know this. Like I've seen it very often on a wedding sign. Welcome to the union of the, you know, whatever, Johnson Smiths. And there's an apostrophe. It is incorrect. All right. Next one. Hi, Maddie and tiny mini Maddie baby girl. She says, hi, maybe a spicy ish take, but I hate speeches. No one is listening and it's awkward to sit through like 30 minutes of speeches. This is something that should be done in private with family only. (laughs) Or you know what? Even better, write them a letter. Write them a letter. But I agree, wedding speeches, I mean, I have loved family ones. Like I've loved them. Like speeches that have been made at family weddings from my own family members, like they're very, very meaningful. So I think doing them with family or writing letters, I think is is amazing. You want to, you know, do some sort of tribute, but making a lot of people, especially when it's at like the big party and it's like, hey, hold on. Or when they're super long, when it's like an hour and a half of speeches, like, hey, I'm not, I'm not here for, for a lecture on this. Like pop up there, do a quick little toast, little tribute to the bride and groom. Love it. But a whole section of speeches, not cool. All right. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I hate weddings that don't have food. I get that not every wedding wants to budget in food, but there are cheaper food options that are still delicious. Cookies are not food. Stop serving them. Oh, it's me. It's me. Only had cupcakes and ice cream at my wedding. What was I thinking? I have no idea because I'm all on board for this. However, I'm about to drop something like hard to hear. Buffet style food or like, like wedding reception food is good like 1% of the time. This is why I'm so in favor of a small dinner at like a restaurant where everybody's going to get good hot food. Like it's just, it's very rarely worth it. Like I would rather, I would rather do a potluck. I'd rather everybody come like for a barbecue than because catered food is just not usually that good. I've had a couple experiences where it is, but for the most part, it's just like so super average and super expensive. 
All right. Next one. Feeding each other cake. Like, why do we do this? It's, and it's not funny when you smear it on each other's face. Absolutely not funny. Not funny when I see it when, oh, when I see grooms do this, like when I see grooms have terrible wedding speeches or smear cake in there, like just get out. Like you don't deserve her. I don't even know her. And I know you don't deserve her. Party favors. Don't give me something with your name on it or something. I'm just going to throw away. So agree. So, so, so agree. And so wasteful. How about this one? I love this one. Like every now and then I get a passive aggressive submission. I get giddy. Being a guest that rags on other people's weddings. That was the submission. That's the thing this person hates about weddings. My good sir or madam, I don't know if you know what we do here. Okay. I I don't know. And again, I want to remind you, my opinions matter about 0% in the grand scheme of things. Okay. Also, I like ragging on other people's weddings. And also my podcast is optional. So if you don't want to listen to me hate on weddings, if you are some sort of wedding advocate, if you are here to defend weddings till your dying day, you know, I respect you. I respect that journey that you have. My journey is to make sure that everybody knows that I hate everything about weddings. (laughs) Okay, next one. I think the idea of having your dad walk you down the aisle to give you away to another man is basically just the definition of patriarchy. I didn't have my dad do it at my wedding and I explained why. I'm not super close with my dad, so maybe that influenced my choice, but the tradition, gosh, that was a hard word to say. The tradition just feels so archaic. Women literally couldn't own land or keep their own name, and yet we honor a man giving us away to another man. Yeah, I agree. I mean, once again, it's one of those things that is so, so archaic, just like the majority of weddings, just like wearing white to a wedding. I mean, that's like really, really, really old school. I'm going to pull an about time and wear a bright red wedding dress, which I realize probably has some symbolism behind like not being pure when you get married, but that's fine because I have a bastard child and I am no longer pure. Okay. Next one. I'm tired of neutrals for everything. Just go ahead and tell us you don't have a personality. Yeah. Have somebody, have have like an interior designer pick your colors. I feel like because I went with neutrals because I'm stupid and I don't know how to pick anything out. I wish that I had had somebody sit down with me and be like, okay, here's all of, like the color ways that we can do. Because when I see bright, colorful wedding schemes, I love it. When I see bridesmaids in different dresses, again, I, I will not have bridesmaids or a bridal party at my next wedding because I don't think that anybody should have to suffer for any reason. But if I could go back and like at a time where I was doing bridesmaids, I would have just let everybody wear whatever they felt the most beautiful in. Like I would want people to show like... I would want to buy their dress for them and and like have them pick it out and then send it to me and me order it for them or whatever. And I would want them to feel like the hottest thing ever because guess what? When they feel hot, they are going to have more fun. Okay. So I hope this really was inspiring for all of you who just got engaged over the holidays and are getting married, you know, sometime this year or next year or whenever. I hope that this inspired you to make some better wedding choices. <laughs> Again, I cannot, I cannot stress it enough. My opinion means nothing, nothing. And if you make decisions for your wedding that just make your heart sore, I will be your number one fan. I won't go, but I will love it for you. (laughs) I feel like the only wedding I will go to in the future is like my own. Like I don't know anybody who's not married, but you know, we might have a round of divorces in the next few years and then we'll do second weddings. But yeah, oh man, this is like one of my last episodes that I'm recording before I actually have the baby and I, I mean, I've read about this a lot that like your hormones and your emotions kind of kick up at the end of pregnancy. Yep. 
Can confirm. Can confirm. I have sent some of the most vile texts and DMs and thoughts. And like, I just, I don't even recognize myself. So again, I will be cooler and nicer eventually. Today is not that day. Thank you for joining me on Hating Everything About Weddings. I love you all so much. I will join you again next week with another wonderful, uplifting episode of The Bad Broadcast. Remember to always be safe and be kind and be hot. And remember that I love you more than anything. Okay, bye. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can catch a new episode of The Bad Broadcast every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Also, I want to hear from you. So please leave a rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast for all the behind the scenes action and more information. Talk to you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.